Insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. We're not good enough yet. We got a long way to go. We got a lot of work to do. We're close, and close don't mean, and you can put that on TV for me. I'm tired of coming close, and we're going to work off till we ain't close anymore. And it may take some time. We're going to get it done. We aren't in there. We aren't. We aren't good enough. They're better than us. Black and white, simple fact. Could have, would have, should have is the difference. Of what I'm talking about. The good teams don't come in and say could have. They get it done. All right, it's that simple. I'm tired of saying could have, should have, would have. That's why we ain't good enough yet. Because we're saying could have, and they ain't. Oh, man. Just whenever I think this is going to be the worst day ever, you come through and play some audio that totally flips my mood. Well, Could have, would have, should have. It could be the worst day ever. I, I think that's absolutely on the table. There will be two good moments uh, in the show today. Okay. That was one. So you only have one more to look forward to. Right. The only other good moment today will be at 5 o'clock when we hear from Sam Pittman talking about wanting an old cold beer. Yeah. But outside that, it'll be misery for three hours talking about I, this game. By the time we hear from Sam Pittman at 5 o'clock, I may have already had a 12-pack here at Riverwind Casino. Teddy will have a pyramid of empty cans there in front of him. Yeah, what do they call it? The, the cup snake? I'm going to have a cup snake from where I'm sitting all the <laughs> dude, way to Chips and Ales. You do that at Riverwind. That'd be sweet. Uh, well, yeah, what what'd you think? How was it? Have a good well, time? <laughs> what's Dang's football game? Uh, I thought it sucked. I hated every second of it. No, I, that's not I like the second and third quarter. That, that yeah, part was fine. That's right. Okay, let me rephrase. Um, the, even the start, I was okay with. You know, expected a couple of bumps in the road for the young quarterback. That happened. Thought that there was going to be a big surge of energy and excitement, early momentum from Arizona. That happened. And then I thought we'd settle in, play play some good football show that we're the dominant team, that we're more talented, that we're more physical, and that happened. We were, (laughs) we could have, should have, would have beat their ass. Like We were ready to run them out of the stadium after the second quarter. Everything Jim Mora said was right, except for they're better than us, black and white, it's clear. Like that, I I don't feel like that was the case last night. Oh, no. What did Woody, uh, what did uh, it was Billy Bowman actually said? I feel like Oklahoma beat Oklahoma tonight. He said that after the game, and yeah. I thought, yeah, that's that's pretty accurate there, Billy. Yeah, 
you know, well, well stated. Uh, <laughs> six turnovers. Six turnovers. You know the last time that's happened? Oh, you turned the ball over six times? Have you heard that? Kansas in 1978 or whenever that was Uh, when we had like eight fumbles? 1997 Bedlam was the last time they had six turnovers in a game. That is insane. And I I understand. I bet the fan base is pissed. I've done a really good job of not logging into social media. God bless you. Uh. I know the fan base is pissed. There's probably a portion that thinks uh, Jackson Arnold sucks. It was the first phone call last night on the postgame show. All right. There's probably a portion of the fan base that thinks the play calling with the new offensive coordinators was horrible. There's probably a portion of the fan base that, you know, blames the defense and the offensive line and all of those things. And I'm not saying that those aren't legitimate like arguments and concerns we turned the ball over six times turned it over six times i don't care how much better you are you're not going to win a football game when you turn it over six times yeah i don't think i need to combine six turnovers with anything but if i may i would like to take the opportunity to combine the six turnovers with six holding penalties which were uh, pretty devastating as well. Six turnovers yeah. is good enough on its own, okay? I don't, I, like mm-hmm. I said, I don't need to pair it with anything else, but that's also pretty pretty glaring as well in a game well, where a quarterback's he, making his first start. There's no doubt. I think the, I think some of the penalties, especially the holding calls late, I, the, the holding calls late are in response to turning the ball over six times. And finding yourself in a desperate situation late in a game where you got a young quarterback that's trying to figure out what to do and running around crazy and offensive line, you're going to get some holding calls in those situations. So, I mean, I'm not sitting here trying to make excuses. I just I don't think that the holding situation would have been as bad had you just taken care of the football. Sure. I mean, yeah, if you don't fumble late in the third quarter – you uh, you go up three scores and we're probably well, we are talking about a totally different scenario today, but man that was a that was a gut punch last night and I just I, I didn't I didn't feel like a gut punch loss was in the cards for a what most people would claim as a secondary bowl game, but I've uh, I've had to do some rough post game shows in in my past forty nine nothing last year wasn't fun a six and seven year last year wasn't fun and some other losses along the way. That was about as hostile of a postgame crowd as I think I've seen. And we were, all, yeah. we were only on air for an hour last night. Well, there's a good chance that uh, Gabe Eichert and myself are fired from the broadcast because uh, of what was going on between commercial breaks over the airwaves. Uh, we had some frustration boiling over as well. You know what the most like, – what makes me the most angry is – that Arizona football team was all week, apparently at all their functions together and stuff like that, was talking trash, acting out, acting crazy, saying all kinds of stuff to the players. And then whenever the game started, you saw the same stuff, which maybe the best thing I've ever seen 
is that dumbass corner from Arizona talking trash to Stogner. It, all the way back to the huddle, in our huddle, behind the line of scrimmage on our side of the football, the refs don't flag it, don't do anything. He's in his face the whole time. The very next play, Stogner catches it and trucks him and knocks his ass out of the game. That is worth everything right there. I thought that was great. But it frustrated me with the amount of, of trash that that football team was talking the entire game, and you find you whipped them. They were done. Their heads were hanging. It was over. The game was over. You're about to run them out of the stadium. Their fans are leaving. You let them back in the game. Yep. No, you let them back in the game. Yes. You let them back in the game, man. I mean, yes. that, that game was over. It was done with. You were, I mean, seriously, you were a score, and, and this happens a lot in games, you were a score away from their sideline being like, yeah, that's kind of it, you know? Well, they, I'm, they, I'm standing here telling you that that's, that thing you're talking about had already happened. It was done. This sideline was cooked. They had quit. It's crazy. Even their, I mean, their offense had no rhythm whatsoever. I mean, no. you were you were dominating Kidding them me? on the defensive side, and it's that one play that gave them all the momentum, and you never you never got the momentum back, and it it changed the entire entire aspect of the game. Like I, I watched a lot of Arizona. I had a month to do so, but watched a lot of the Arizona offense. Watched them put up fifty nine against Arizona State. 42 against Utah. Like, you go back and watch them during that winning streak. They're free-flowing, a lot of big plays, and they certainly hit on some big plays last night, especially to McMillan down the field. But they were um, they were in a rut like I hadn't seen them during that winning streak. Like, you, you had yeah. them you had them flustered. You were getting a consistent pass rush on them. And, yeah, I it's super frustrating that you gave them that game last night. Yep, and just a, another game where you couldn't close it out like the like the other two losses that you had this year. Yep, yep, that's right. Getting pissed all over again. Thanks. That's it. That's right. Hang on to the football. What are we doing? A pirouette tossing the thing in the air. What's what's happening? Am I supposed to answer why they why he fumbled twice inside the twenty yard line? Please, <laughs> no idea. I uh, careless with the football. I, I I don't know, but it's just it, it's maddening, man. And everyone's focusing on the the fumble that leads to the long touchdown return that gets it to a three score game. But your one turnover that you forced, you know, at that point, it's like, oh my god, it's how's OU only down six with the chance to score, and you even fumbled on that next drive to take the lead. You, you, I mean, there was just so many. So many mistakes throughout this game. You should have won that game by 21. Shouldn't even have been close last night. Yeah, we threw a pick six, a fumble six, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what that is. And then two plays later, we turn it over again. Incredible. Yeah. You just can't win football like that. And what makes me the most angry about it is that I ha- we have to go through this round of everything at the the entire program 
is wrong. Next year's going to be a disaster. I, we have to go through that whole damn thing all over again because he can't take care of the football on offense. Well, and that's a very sobering text early in the show from Tommy. Talking about the uh, three hours of uh, what it's going to be like today. Tommy says, first, have a safe New Year's Eve. Secondly, three hours? More like eight months. And it's like, dang, yeah, that's true, Tommy. It's not just three hours. It's the next eight months. It's the last impression of this team this year. That's our parting gift for the season. Um, Man, I feel... I feel bad for Jackson Arnold. I thought he did a lot of really good things out there. And I am not panicked a bit with the future for Jackson Arnold. Not at all. So, now, I've got some other uh, questions, comments, concerns regarding some of the other things that went on, but... Does it have to do with concerns about the five that play in front of him by chance? Any chance that's one of the major concerns that you no, have? No, not really. Then where's, where's major concerns at then if it's not quarterback or offensive line? Why are playmakers outside of Drake Stoops refuse to show up and be consistent week in and week out? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought Nick Anderson played well, but you're going to go back to consistency with him. Like, there were some really bright moments, but was he super consistent down the stretch of the season? Um, not to the level of Drake Stoops. Nobody was. Sure. I mean, yeah. All of the above. I got to watch a guy, and he's a, a certified stud. Uh, Tetaroa McMillan for Arizona stud and here's the one thing that I really uh, kind of enjoyed from last night that Arizona coaching staff I happen to know a bunch of the guys on that staff bunch of NFL guys Jed Fish he's you know he's been in the NFL for a while that's kind of what his style is it ain't that hard find your best player and give him the football over and over, right? Yeah, uh, they they did that to McMillan, especially yeah. early in the game. Or if nothing yeah. else, it's like, oh, he's double covered. Let's just throw him a pop fly to the center fielder and see if he can make a play. Yeah. Oh, he did. It ain't that difficult, you know. And I, I, I hope and I feel like we're going to get there. And I saw some signs of some really good things. Um, how about your boy Brandon Thompson? He fast, man. Was about to go off. Yeah, and, and, I'm he, and glad he almost that the staff did that. And he almost broke uh, another touchdown as well. I mean, he was a yeah. He was a tackle away from see ya. Another long one. Well, they showed up. In the okay, so Arizona. I don't know how much they talked about this on the broadcast, uh, on television broadcast, but Arizona basically said we're going to go man to man, cover one, single high safety. Uh, bump and run, get up and pressure guys, and challenge you to challenge your receivers to beat us. We've seen this over the last two years. It's what people have done to us, right? And for the most part, our wide receivers have not been able to win. And we started winning. Nick Anderson was winning. We were going to him on the backside on some of that RPO stuff. And we came out at halftime. After we went in and made adjustments, we came out at halftime and had 
a whole bunch of speed out there on the football field. And we were about to put it on them. Hit the big one to Brendan Thompson. Uh, come back the next drive. Uh, Pedway was out there as well. Come back the next drive. We're about to do the same thing. And he gets all tuned up and knocked out of the game. And that's, you know, that's part of it. Whenever you are a, when you're a speedster, uh, durability is going to be an issue whenever you you got that small frame. Yeah, but he's uh, moving forward. He, he's got to be a weapon. I, I'm hoping that he yep. will be, but he's he's got to stay healthy because he was banged up to start the year. He was banged up. It felt like another time throughout the year, and then, of course, banged up last night. Yep. I mean, he, he's a weapon, man. There ain't no doubt about it. We saw it in the last two games where I think those were his only two touchdowns of the year, right? The last two yep. games that he played. But he, he's he's got to be available next year, man, because just his presence, That's we right. talked about all year long, it's it's a weapon. And, and, and his presence was always a weapon, but especially when you have back-to-back games where you have long touchdowns like that, he's he's got to be available. He's got to yeah. be available. No one else sure. can bring to the table what he brings with that speed. Yep. And you have a quarterback that can get him the ball, too. Yep. All right, we're late for a timeout. Let's hit a quick break. Let's get to the text line. Let's see what people are saying. We can do that the entire next segment, trust me. Yeah, 651-3439. Hanging out at Riverwind Casino today. Stay tuned. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Riverwind is the best casino in the metro. With all the amenities that make us number one. Make it a December to remember with our $100,000 Frosty Fridays giveaway. Play with your wild card all month for a chance to win. We'll never charge you for processing a claim, and only VA can determine eligibility. To report suspicious activity, visit va.gov forward slash OIG forward slash hotline. Um, I loved what uh, Coach Luttrell and Coach Finley did tonight. Um, I've got the utmost confidence in them that they're going to call a great game. Um, and I, I believe they did. Um, those mistakes were on me. I'm going to take the full blame for that. Um, I've just got to be better. I thought they put me in great positions to win tonight, and just ex- lack of execution was the problems that we had tonight. You know, um, our team chapter this morning, that was uh, the main focus was uh, battling through adversity because it's going to strike at some point, and it did tonight. And, um, you know, obviously there's things I want back tonight, but just learning to keep my head up and just keep on playing through it no matter what. Jackson Arnold, after his debut last night's first start in the Alamo Bowl. Uh, bowl game's currently going on right now. Clemson did beat Kentucky with a late touchdown. They win 38-35 over UK in the Gator Bowl. Notre Dame's up 24-0 on Oregon State. Late in the third in the Sun Bowl, Memphis over Iowa State. 19-7 early in the second quarter in the Liberty Bowl. But, yeah, let's get to a ton of text here. From the 405, it's frustrating seeing glimpses of the potential we have. Not once this season were we able to put it all together and can play uh, and to play a complete game. And, and I do agree with that. Even in the best win that you had this year against Texas, there were still some things that we were complaining about, talking about that they need to be a whole lot better. They, they never played a full 60 minutes at, at any point this year. And that's, that's, right. that's disappointing. And, and I don't even know if they did... Well, maybe in Lincoln they did, but it hasn't happened a whole lot over the past two years. That's right. That's right. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, man. You know, I, there's part of me that 
wants to just get so angry Do it. with what I see, but I don't know. Like, there's some things I, I just I'll never be able to grasp. I, I don't know how, and defensively, we played great. Pass rush was as consistent as it's been all year. Pass rush was there. Their ass up front. You know they ran the ball uh, twenty six times for twenty nine yards. Yeah, and sometimes when a team doesn't run the ball, or like there there are times when rushing yards at the end of the game, you're like, huh, I, I wouldn't have thought that. That's exactly what I thought Arizona's numbers were going to be. They had no yep. run game all night long. Nothing. No run game. Um, and there was a certain point late where we just the defense couldn't couldn't do it anymore. All right, they six turnovers. I think the frustration kind of set in. I I I got no problems with the defense. You know they. I think I don't know what the official numbers are, but up to a point, like whenever we were at halftime, and what was it 14 13 at half yes and then we come out and kick them in the in the third quarter and it's 24 and i don't know at one point I, all of their points except for the opening field goal and really late were all off turnovers well, yeah i mean the, the defense got seven directly for sure and yeah. then so they get the seven to get it within three and then the next three to tie it was two plays later the interception yeah, yeah. I, and the defense didn't have some great moments last night. The third and seven that goes for a touchdown, not great. Yeah. The start to the game, not great. But offense had six turnovers, man. Defense was putting some bad spots. Yeah, they were putting But I'm with you. Really I, I, I thought, like, it was not a great start, but second quarter, third quarter, they, they really settled in and not just held their own, really dominated the game. Dominated. But, okay, all of that being said, I I just I don't understand how you can be or everyone I don't, I don't think there's anyone that played last night that wasn't here in the spring was there I don't know doesn't matter even forget the spring training camp all through season almost every day you practice or meet or walk through. I have no idea how uh, an adult, these kids are all over 18, how you don't know how to get lined up. It, it is... You're talking about defense, right? Defense. You're it talking about... beyond Danny, me. You're talking about Danny Stutzman having to throw someone over to the other side of the field pre-snap? Well, it's, it's not just that. I mean, that was that was one case. It's just... it's. I, I mean, I just don't understand how that happens. You know, football is... It is not rocket science. But it's also not easy. You, you just have to make quick decisions over and over and over throughout a football game, and you have to know what you're doing. If you don't know what you're doing, you don't know how to line up to something, it's just it's a clear example of you just don't care. 
you're either dumb or you don't care. And I don't think any of those kids out there are dumb. It's just it doesn't mean enough to learn it to be able to line up. You cannot play football without knowing how to line up. So what's the fix then to that, if that's the case? I have no idea, man. I I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I guess just that loss last night, it's the fumble changes everything, but it does feel like some real soul-searching within the program is going on today and maybe throughout the course of the next eight months. It has to. And it was a gut punch. That was a gut punch loss, and I, I'm guessing text line can help me out with this. I'm guessing that loss really hurts because that's been a like you've lost with that theme now a lot over the past couple of years, and you know what's coming up as well. Just everything that's happened recently, everything that's coming up in the future, just kind of everything mixed together makes you feel the way that you do today. Not 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 great. Well, it's yeah. We we go out routinely three times this year and prove the entire country correct about our football team. That's what's frustrating about it. Yeah, sure. It, it's they didn't get better second half of the year. At least it didn't feel like they did. You play down to the level. I mean, Arizona. Congratulations to the year that they put together. Okay? They got a couple of really good players on that team. It ain't close between Oklahoma and Arizona. It ain't close. We should have run that team out of that damn stadium. That's it's just that's the frustrating part, man. Mistakes happen, you know, sometimes it's not your night and you're going to turn it over. But that doesn't lead to six turnovers. Uh, all right, back to the text line. 731, well, I'm even more ticked off. <laughs> now Mizzou is going to end up winning tonight and Texas the natty to throw me in a state of constant rage when talking about college football for the next eight months. Is that healthy? Yes. No. But OU continues to find a way to frustrate me. Yeah. God, please Correct. no. I can't handle I I cannot parlay those two things into what happened last night. Yep. It's I don't know, man. I, I don't know what to say. I you gotta have you gotta have more guys that go out there and do it. Don't talk about it. We got a lot of guys that say the right stuff and you know, it's all all good in, in front of the microphone about what happened and what needs to happen and what we're gonna do and how we're gonna do it. But it's not showing up on the football field. Still not sold on BV's game management decisions, says the text line. Why didn't they try to score right before halftime? They had a minute 30 and two timeouts. Also, we seem to burn timeouts at the weirdest times, like after a change of possession. Yeah, that was bad. Now, I don't think that that necessarily was Venables. You have to understand, you've just flipped the tide of the game. You've got some good momentum going. You've already turned it over three times. You know, let's just let's run it here. Let's figure out a way. Like if we if we bust something and we got an opportunity, okay, let's let's maybe try and get some points on the board. But the last thing we want to do is throw in a, a pick six 
or get a sack fumble or do something with a freshman quarterback in that moment. So I kind of understand it. I, Jed Fish is the one that screwed that up. They threw a stupid, I don't know why in the hell, they would throw a deep, a long foul ball on third down when it's third and like 25 instead of just running the draw. You run the draw, you force us to take a timeout. Now, we ended up having to needlessly take one anyways for no reason to start a drive uh, right after that. But, I mean, that whole situation was screwed up by everyone. Sooner Jet says, Teddy got me so worked up that all I can think of is to say, it's ice cold Pacifico time. It's come early today. How did I get them worked up? Uh, you just got everyone all uh, worked up and fired up again. Not not mad at you. I don't. No one's mad at you. In fact, there's a lot of tech saying, he's spot on with what he's saying. Well. Just uh, everyone's all uh, fired up once again. Yeah. You going you gonna to have a Pacifico to, during the show today? I might. Might as well. Yeah, I need there's to. none back here in the fridge. But if <laughs> you already looked. But if were, yeah, uh, trust me, I looked as soon as I got here today. Oh man. Okay, we didn't get to enough text messages well, well, that okay. segment. Okay, then let me get Let's to three. Some... Let me get to three okay. right here before we hit a break, and we'll get to more on the other side. Oki Drink Slinger says, "What's really starting to burn my ass is I'm starting to expect it from this team the last few years. When Arizona scored on defense, I just felt like OU was going to fold. And yeah, I mean, I I, I hope that's not the case." But when you look back at the game, everything was going right until it wasn't. Everything was going right until they faced a lot of adversity after the uh, touchdown on defense. And then, I mean, I I don't think really anything went right after that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And they talked about overcoming adversity after the game and all that. They, they They didn't overcome adversity either side of the ball late after that big momentum shift. Right. Well, like that's that's like one of the things I'm... I'm talking about I'm trying to think of the situation against Kansas. We have an interception with the lead with like a what, a 2 minutes to go? Yeah, I'll go back. And we and lose that exactly. football game? Yeah, just go get a first down. Incredible. I with Oklahoma there's times when Oklahoma loses and you you can't win them all. In, in college football, especially if you're a, a big-time program, every season you're going to – like the losses are almost always going to be to teams that you should not have lost to. That's just the nature of it. There's only like ten schools out there where you can look at it and say, yeah, okay, well, we, we, uh, we probably, you know, knew that one was coming. But – your list should not look like Oklahoma State, Kansas, and Arizona. 2.23 left in the fourth. OU had the ball after the turnover. Ethan Downs had the pick. Yeah, there you uh, go. 2.23 from the KU 38-yard line, by the way. You're in plus territory. Yeah. With what was the score? Uh, OU uh, was up by one. Was it 33-32, I think? Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Uh, one more. Uh, State of Missouri. The Farouk fumble literally changed the entire mood, outlook, and reputation of OU football and its fan base for the next eight months. Those folks who say one play doesn't determine a game can't claim that on this one. There's no way we are blowing an 18-point lead in the fourth quarter, not even with this can't-close staff. 
Yeah. Yep. I, I, that was just uh, brutal. All right, we're late for a timeout. Quick break. More from the rush coming up. Keep the text coming. 651-3439. Hanging out Riverwind Casino. We'll be back. Nobody covers your team like the ref. If it's Sooner News and talk you want, it's right here all season long. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Radio Sports Network. KREF.com and worldwide on the KREF app. When it comes to operating your business, time is money. And the last thing you need is something else to take up your time, like managing cash flow or making and collecting payments. Save time and money with Treasury Management from Armstrong Bank. So you can focus to think about right now. But right now in front of us is victory over cancer. Right now, cancer research funded by the V Foundation is leading to better treatments and saving lives. When you give to the V Foundation, 100% of your donation goes directly to game-changing cancer research. Victory over cancer is there for the taking by you. Donate at V.org because today's cancer research is tomorrow's victory. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. It's normally a Reaction Monday. This is a Reaction Friday here before we go to the uh, New Year's break this weekend. We'll be back with you on Tuesday after we take Monday off. But it's a a Reaction Friday on here in the text line, social media, all of it. Um, We talked a lot in the last two games about, man, the backer play was good throughout the first nine, ten games of the year. Not great the final two games of the regular season. Now, I thought all things considered, Kip Lewis played pretty well. Got dinged up early, but came back in the second half and really started mm-hmm. to find his groove. Overall, was the backer play a lot better, or was it still lacking like it was in Provo and against TCU? I think it was. I mean, I, of all the things that went on last night, I would say that the backer play was was not the culprit. Now, there was a couple of times in underneath coverage, we got to be better couple of times tackling got to be better you know responsibility football wasn't great the entire night but all in all i i would say that i thought the backers as a group actually ended up playing pretty well you know we talked uh, the month leading up to the game well how's set the trail gonna call it is he gonna let the freshman sling it around is he gonna be aggressive damn he was aggressive all right especially early on yeah, um, it didn't feel like they ran the ball about one time, the first two series of the game, and and the run game was good last night. Gavin Sawchuk broke a really big run at one point, um, but forty five times they threw the ball, man, forty five yeah. times. I well, thought they'd be aggressive. I didn't think they'd be that aggressive in the run game. Or part me, of it game. was a ton of RPO stuff, and you know whenever they played. Arizona, until late, whenever they were in their, like, rush three, drop eight stuff, prevent defense, they played cover one, single high, man across, packed box, daring you, saying your receivers are going to have to beat us. And, like, it's just, it's not a great look to run the ball against, you know, if you're if you're going RPO and counting box and stuff, it's, you're going to be pulling it and throwing to to the backside like they were with Nick Anderson. And they, they had some good success with that. Um, but whenever they dedicated to running it, 
they ended up doing a pretty good job, all things considered. You know, the, the touchdown pass that, speaking of the RPO, the touchdown pass that Arnold throws to Nick Anderson, which I guess yeah. that was, was that OU's first score of the game, um, that was an RPO play, and if he, I mean, he throws a touchdown pass, so great, but if you go back and watch that play, and I thought it at the time, if he just gives it to Sawchuck, he might walk in for a touchdown on that play. What is that the one that was the toe touch from Nick Anderson? Yeah, uh-huh, correct. Was that an RPO? Well, it I, took so long. Usually you'd have linemen he had the downfield. He had the option to give it to uh, Sawchuck gotcha. on that play, and if he did, he, he might walk in, but it ended well, up at six points one way or the other. Um. You know one of my biggest frustrations this entire season? I feel like we've heard a few, but is this the biggest one? I, okay. What, 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 what was it? Well, The RPO okay. itself? Let me start with saying this. And I did not think it was going to be the case at the time. It ended up being a huge, huge factor in this season. Andrew Anthony getting hurt. Because, let me tell you something, Jalil Farouk did not step up. Nope. He had more turnovers than touchdowns this year. Jeez. Wide receiver having more turnovers than touchdowns, that's not That's He not had two ideal. touchdowns this year. Well, and, and, and it's disappointing, too, that he needed to have, I mean, down the stretch, after Andrew Anthony goes down, he needed to step up for sure. But especially last night with a freshman quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there, there's going to be mistakes that happen with the freshman quarterback, and it happened, th- those happen early in the game. The last thing that can happen is a wide receiver fumbling the ball a couple of times. Especially yeah. a guy like that that's played as much ball as he did. He needed to have one of his better games, and he had, he had his worst game yep. in an OU uniform last night. That's why I think this Burks kid's going to come in and right away be one of the – uh, potentially leading wide, wide receivers they have. There is yeah. room for him to be a, 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 a big part of this offense from day one. Yeah, disappointing year for Farouk. And, I mean, there's there was plenty of opportunity there. And in the absence of Andrell Anthony, Drake Stoops is the one that stepped up and had all of the production. And he had to be getting close with, what did he end up having? He had to be close to a thousand yards. Yeah, he he didn't quite get there. He didn't have over nine sixty two. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Nine sixty two, leading uh, six receptions. Catches, six catches, eighty two yards last night. Yep. And boy, uh, Jackson Arnold really tried to get. I mean, throughout the entire game, but especially early on, you know. Yeah. And that was another thing we talked about is. Who will Jackson Arnold really lean on in this game? Will he try and lock on to a certain receiver? And it was, and it cost him too. I mean, but it was pretty obvious early on that he wanted to go to Drake Stoops as much as possible. Yeah. And that would be one of the criticisms for Jackson Arnold's first start last night is, especially early on, he definitely he definitely locked on to Drake Stoops way too much. Well, yeah. I don't have a I don't have an issue throwing it to him, obviously, but. Kind of felt like at times it was Drake Stoops or nothing. Well, the the and that's fine to go to Drake Stoops over and over, but as a young quarterback, you know, you it takes time to learn this. It's it's all about your eyes. 
you cannot stare down where you're going with the football. Yep. You have, especially against cover one, single high safety. That's all he's doing is that's read exactly the quarterback's what, eyes. That's exactly what happened. Was it on the first pick that he threw on that first drive? Uh, Drake Stoops has got single coverage, but that safety just reads it, comes up, and makes a play. Interception yeah. right in the middle of the Well, play. it happened on that one, and it happened on the, the deep one where yeah. it was a a great concept, and he was wide open, but you got to hold the safety in the middle of the field with your eyes before you throw it. It's a touchdown so. if he does that. Yeah. Uh, Sooner Soldier says, Last night is evidence that a backup quarterback should get more playing time whenever possible, and us fans kept asking for it. Remember, you disagree, Teddy. That's from Sooner Soldier. I still disagree, but whatever. 580, we have all been waiting for Farouk to go crazy, but we haven't seen it yet. Well, he went crazy last night. <laughs> In a bad way. 405, what kind of run game are we going to have next year? A bunch of RPO with zone blocking or power run with pulling linemen, fullbacks, and lead blockers? Probably RPO. Big John from Texas, why don't we get Jaden Gibson the ball more? Is he not any good? Almost every time he's targeted, he comes down with it. I don't understand it. Maybe I'm clueless. Someone tell me how it is. I don't know. I like you Jay know, Gibson a lot. I do too. I I don't know what the what the issue is there. Did he have a catch? He last makes big night? plays. Yeah, he had one catch for three yards, but then he had. I mean, it wasn't a catch, but he did catch it on the sideline. He was out of bounds, yeah. but I feel like he was only targeted well, like two times. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number one next. Keep the this text is going. your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? We are constantly receiving new inventory and have a wide selection of Silverados and SUVs. At Knippelmeyer, we still do business the same way we have for 63. 3048. They specialize in fire, water, mold remediation and crime scene cleanup. Boy, has this been a crap week of uh, football watching so far. Of course, last night did not help. Some are saying uh, Louisville uh, suffered the Teddy Lehman curse. Other than, uh, others are just calling oh, it Lehman. Yeah, others are just saying Boy, Louisville got Lehman the other night in the Holiday Bowl. Um, oh. How good did that USC quarterback look? Holy cow yeah uh, <laughs> maybe they won't get anybody good in the portal now like, it uh, looked to okay. me like they had the wrong quarterback playing and the wrong guy calling defense all year i uh, i'd like to go with that narrative that caleb williams was the problem all along no uh, well they look, hey they look, look what happens when the ball comes out on time just get the ball out quick it doesn't have to be you don't have to win the super bowl on every single play i mean i their offensive line is pieced together, and it, it's nice to not have to block for 15 seconds every snap. So you're there. There's a criticism from you, and I think that's fair of Jackson Arnold. Is the six um, the six holding calls last night? Yes. Yeah, Jackson Arnold did hold on to the ball way too long at times. Mm-hmm. So would that be your number one criticism of of, uh, of Arnold holding on to the ball yeah. way too long? Well, is it more of holding on to the ball too long or trying to win the game with every single throw? No, I don't think – he wasn't – he wasn't not taking he – wasn't, he, he wasn't not taking easy underneath stuff waiting on something big down the field. I, I just 
I don't think that's what he was doing. He was just not seeing it great, you know, because it's different. You know, live action, fine. Um, and it's not even that big of a criticism. It's just it's really more of an expectation. That's what you get from young quarterbacks. You know, there's not a whole lot of young quarterbacks as true freshmen go out and just look flawless. They go out and have some really nice flashes, you know, smattered with inconsistent play and inexperienced play, and that's – I got no problem with – well, I mean, he made mistakes, and I'm not saying he played, like, the greatest game he could, but I'm not worried about Jackson Arnold for the future. Least of my worries uh, for this football team. All right, well, let's talk about what we are worried heading into 2024. Yeah. That'll be a fun segment. Yeah. Hour number two, The Rush, coming up next. Stay with us.